This. I'm not on drugs. I'm not drunk. It's Early Break with Zip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We'll get to Nebraska basketball in a second with Husker Online's Robin Washit. But before that, I'm looking at, I just saw this map of tickets for the Super Bowl. Yes. Which is at SoFi Stadium in L.A. Yes. February 13th, Rams, Bengals. Yes. Rams, home stadium for this game. Yes. Um, the, the cheapest seat I see right now in, in the crappiest part of the stadium is $4,830. Now, if you wanted a midfield, you know, 50-yard line seat, about 20 rows up, yeah, it would cost you $39,000. $39,000. Robin, you're a Giants fan. You've seen two Super Bowls in the in the last, you know, 20 years here. I'm curious, would you would you pay $4,000-plus for the worst seat in the stadium to watch your Giants win the Super Bowl again? So those are actually close to the prices they were 10 years ago and uh, 14 years ago when uh, the Giants made it both times. And that was uh, certainly back when I did not have any money. And so there was, there was zero option of me doing that. But even now, like, it's really hard to justify dropping that kind of money on a football game ticket where you're barely being able to see. I get wanting to be in the stadium for that game, but... Man, that's that's because that's not even counting parking or no. travel or any of that food. Stuff. I mean, you're that's a, that's a serious investment for a football game. I just can't imagine even dropping thirty nine thousand dollars for yes. one seat at a game. Even though it's amazing, you're at the best game you know, of the whole year. It's th- it's almost forty grand for one seat. Yeah, I know, and I guess technically, like you're getting a, a big concert packaged in with sure. football games, so. Yeah. You can- Maybe justify it, but uh, you know, add a couple fifteen dollar beers on top of that, and uh, it adds up. Here, here's something. Let's this. This is what you call a hard shift. Is Alonzo Verge going to play tonight? <laughs> 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 Whoa, the hardest shift. Yes, that's a very hard uh, shift. As, as far as we know, I, I mean, he'll be available. He'll be there. He'll be in uniform. Okay. Uh, Fred wouldn't commit to saying he was for sure going to play and return to the starting lineup, but I get the sense that he will be. Okay. Um, I think a lot of it was just kind of up to him and you know how they, for one, how he thought he was feeling, and then also how the staff just kind of monitored him. Uh, he was back at practice yesterday, uh, full participant, and so um, I would imagine if they're going to take the time to, to travel him and – um, put him in uniform and, and let him be on the bench, available to play. That that he'll be out there um, in some capacity. It wouldn't surprise me at all if he's back at the starting line. What do you? And I know, I know. I asked this question, understanding that Alonzo Verge spent some time on the bench in in certain games. But what did you think the picture looked like on Saturday against Rutgers without Alonzo Verge? Um, at times it. You know, kind of looked the way I think a lot of people thought the offense could look, um, you know, where there's just a little bit better, better flow uh, offensively. There wasn't as much dribbling. Uh, you know, there was a little bit more passing. The thing is, though, they all still ended up with nine assists on 
17 made shots, and so mm-hmm. it didn't necessarily improve much in that regard. Um, and then obviously uh, the Kobe Webster just unfortunately had his worst game as a Husker, going 0 for 10 with um, you know a critical missed free throw uh, at the very end. So you know there were some some parts of it where it looked better, but then also parts of it where uh, it was not much change and in some cases even worse uh, when you just look at the production they got out of that spot. Nebraska is 0-10 so far in conference play. Ten games to go for Nebraska the rest of the season. They do have some you know, winnable games on paper, but you are the worst team in the conference right now. I, I mean, as you approach these the, the last ten games, Robin, like, you know, if, if you're Fred Hoiberg and staff, you know, do you have, what's your job security like? and what do you, Is there anything, a number you have to get to to feel like you're back for next year, even with a big buyout? Like, how do they approach these next ten games? I mean, I think all they can concern themselves with is just finding a way to win a game uh, and then go from there. <laughs> like right now, they are in just such desperate need of um, getting back into the win column. It's been so long since December 22nd they've tasted victory. So, uh, you know, this that's kind of the probably at the forefront of their mind. I don't know if there's a set win total or anything like that. But, you know, one thing I'll say is uh, – you know the the record is what it is, and they're still continuing to lose, and it's not good enough to win. But you look at the first game against Rutgers and the second game against Rutgers; those look like two completely different teams. And so, if you want to try to evaluate some silver lining progress, you know we're this far along, and the losses have piled up the way that they have. But you know, there's you could argue that they're fighting harder now than they did at certain points earlier this season. And you know, we'll see tonight. Uh, that Michigan game back in December was probably one of the worst efforts we've seen from this team in a long time. I got a feeling they're going to have a little bit more fight to them this time around. So Mm -hmm. while the wins aren't coming, one thing, you know, kind of like with football, you can credit these guys. They they haven't quit and they're still coming out there and, and coming very close to winning games. And you would hope the law of averages at some point would reward them for that. But in the meantime, you know, they just got to find a way to finish the job and, get a win that could maybe be the uh, the spark to, to try to get some consistent positivity going within your program. But, you know, right now, I big picture, it's just hard to say. Um, there's a lot of variables involved with uh, you know, Fred Hoiberg's situation, especially with his contract and um, just everything going, else going on with the athletic department. And then um, what happens if you do bring him back? Are there going to be, need to be changes made, whether that be with the staff or maybe the, the, the style of basketball he wants to play? Um, do you have to make some alterations to maybe better fit the Big Ten? So, I mean, there's a lot of questions of if Fred does come back, what changes need to be made and will be made to try to uh, show some improvement after three years of vastly disappointing basketball. Okay, so back to Michigan tonight. Nebraska plays Michigan. I, Robin, I got it at 8 p.m., is that right? Yes, p- unfortunately. Yeah, 8 p.m. tip-off. You'll, you'll be up late. Michigan, you referred to this, 102-67 was the score in Michigan's victory on December 7th. How do you size up this one? I mean, what? Why, what how can Nebraska cut into that big margin? Well, Michigan's kind of going through their own set of struggles right now to where they've seriously underperformed considering where their expectations was. They were picked by some as maybe a favorite in the conference going into the year, and um, you know they've, they've really struggled. So 
they're still very talented. Obviously, Hunter Dickinson is a major problem with his size um, at the center position. Um, then they have Caleb Houston, who's you know right there with Bryce McGowan, is one of the best freshmen in the in the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they they've got a lot of firepower. Um, but again, they've kind of had some some on and off uh, swings of inconsistency where people don't really know what Michigan team is going to show up. So, you know, if Nebraska fights the way that they have in, the, in a lot of these games and is able to play disciplined basketball and, um, you know, be aggressive defensively, uh, far more so than they were the last time around, then, you know, they they could find themselves at least uh, with a chance to win it late. But, um, you know, a lot of it just has to do with what, what Nebraska team shows up and um, how mentally dialed in they are and, um you know, if they're able to, you know, I think it's a big thing that killed Nebraska last time was uh, you know, with Hunter Dickinson. He's such a problem for them. Uh, they focused so much attention on him. And to their credit, um, you know, he got 15 points, but it took him 14 shots to get there. So, you know, that's, they'll take that any day. The problem is they had 15 three-pointers allowed. And so they devoted so much attention to the paint that Michigan was getting one wide-open three-point look after another and absolutely torched them um, from behind the arc. So they have to do a better job of, you know, picking their poison a little bit. And I say that their interior defense has gotten a lot better. Um, yeah. Derek Walker obviously has, has held his own, but Eduardo Andre gave them really good minutes yep. uh, against Rutgers defensively. And even Lat Mayen has been playing at least some serviceable uh, low post defense. So I think that will allow them to maybe. Not have to go all in on defending the paint the way they did in the first meeting, and then maybe that'll have to make Michigan earn it a little bit more. And so, you know, there's there's a recipe for Nebraska to have a chance tonight. Um, but going on the road, uh, I think they're 14 and a half point underdogs right now. It, it's going to be a tall challenge no matter what. Robin, always great stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. That was good. Yeah, see you later. Husker Online's Robin Washington. Yes, Nebraska basketball, 8 p.m. tip tonight oh, at man. Michigan. What are we going to do with that? Early break is the is 6 a.m. show. Looks sounds like a lot of caffeine will be needed for that. Uh, um, to, tonight and tomorrow morning. Yeah. Oh, and I, off, I often leave Eduardo Andre out of the big conversation. He's 6'11", and he did play... Good interior defense against Rutgers. Couple critical blocks, just good overall defense, and that he, he could really help in that discussion against Michigan tonight. Let's play the game show. Yes, let's play the game show. Give us give us a call right now four zero two four six four five six eight five. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. You are one and zero oh on the week thanks to Big Sky. Yes, yeah, Big Sky got out. me a win. Uh, so you're back over five hundred fifty one and fifty. You've won two straight games. Today's topic is. College basketball arenas. What teams Whoa. play in these arenas slash centers? Wow. Four six four five six eight five. Shut up, Sipple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, "Shut up, Sipple!" <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Call the Nick down Sip in trivia. How do you feel about college basketball arenas? And centers? And centers. <laughs> 
I feel pretty good, actually. I, I don't know. Is this Frost or Froze? What, what is this Frost? Is that what we have? Frost. F-R-O-S. Okay. F-R-O-S. Frost. I've never heard Frost before. Hello, Frost. Uh, it's, it's an F on the end. I've been bothering Tip on Twitter for about a year now, and I'm finally ready to take him down. Wow. Okay. Um... All right, let's do this. All right, let's get to it. A lot of people bother me on Twitter, by the way. If you get lost so in the crowd, don't. <laughs> oh, I thought I was special. Come on. Uh, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. Let's All do right. this. First question goes to you. What ACC team plays in the KFC Yum Center? You mean Louisville 500. <laughs> Louisville is correct. Yeah. Did you, say, did you say give me Louisville for 500? That's right. He did. Okay. Yeah. Would you have that one, Sip? Absolutely. Okay, just making sure. All right, for the tie, Sip, your first question. What Big Ten team plays at the Bryce Jordan Center? It's got to be Purdue, right? <laughs> no. No, it's not Purdue. You want that one, Frost, or not? Uh, no way, no way. I that'd, have no idea. That'd be Penn State, who took down Iowa last night at the Bryce Jordan Center in double overtime. Did they really? They did. Penn State found enough offense to beat Iowa. It's like, yeah, they did. Double overtime. Uh, by the way, it's Mackey Arena right. for Purdue. Yeah, I, I biffed that. This is for the win, Frost. Your last question. Great. What Mountain West team plays at the pit? The pit. Cool. Tell me that isn't San Diego State. Ah. Tell you it is San Diego State. Sip, do you want? Well, it's the one pit? of two. I mean, I, I'm tempted to get back even here, or you could lose. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going all in. Ooh. New Mexico State. You added a word you didn't need. It was just New Mexico. Can't give it to you to go with the state. New Mexico is the pit. No, you can't give that to me. So, congrats, Cross. We'll get you a. Uh, Box of bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Shut up, Zippo. <laughs> there we go. That was Very excellent. Nice tag out that there. That was excellent. We nice will job. get him as bagels, courtesy of Eagle Delivery, the official courier of 93.7. The ticket. Thanks to Bagels and Joe for providing that and for our coffee this morning. I'm not going to. I mean, I don't, I, was, I don't regret that decision to be aggressive. I was. You added a word. I know. You, if you cut off one New word, you, you're, you're tied. It's a tough one. New Mexico. What Does New Mexico State have a name for their arena that's no. catchy? No. Not really. Okay. The Lobos of New Mexico. Dang it. The Aggies of New Mexico yes. State. All right. Well, there you go. You want your last one? Yes. What Big East team plays at the Dunkin' Donuts Center? St. John's. This has been terrible. They're at, they're at Carnesecca Arena for St. John's. This would be the Providence Friars. Okay. And we might as well, might as well do the tiebreakers. It was a rough game for you. Ready for, ready for tiebreaker? Syracuse's Carrier Dome has the largest capacity in college basketball. How many people does it seat? I'm going to go 46,700. That is a massive basketball arena. 35,000. 446. The second most is only 22,000. The KFC Yum Center where Louisville plays. Okay. So. KFC Center has 22,000. That's a big arena in this day and age. It is. Right? I think I've, have I been, no, I've not, I've not been there. I've been to mm. a different chicken arena. I don't think I've ever been to the city of Louisville. 
No, I know I have. Ooh, have I? I have not. I've driven through it. Never, See, I haven't I even I driven. I've never stopped. I haven't even driven through it. Is it worth a trip there? Well, I don't know. I, I drove through it. I don't know. I'm sure it's worth it. It's a decent-sized town. Kentucky is a likable place, right? You ever been to Paris? No. Well, you could answer the question, should you go there? Uh, well, how? Just I haven't been there. <laughs> how how can I answer that without having been? You can answer that question about places you've never been. That's my that, point. That, that sounds That's my pretty point. dumb, though. No, it doesn't. No, it oh, yeah, doesn't. you should go there. I don't have to say... I mean, think of a. I can think of a Hawaii. I mean, do I need to go to Hawaii to be able to tell you I should be able? I I should want to go to Hawaii. Do be, I need to actually set you foot been on an island in Hawaii to say I? You know what? Hawaii'd be a good place it, to it'd go. It'd be more viable and believable if you did. Oh, okay. You're not going to come back on this. No, part. I'm not. Hey, it, it, how can you tell somebody to do something if you haven't done it before yourself oh, well, or okay. go somewhere? No, well, you can definitely. Oh, you do should that. go to Seattle. It's a great city. You've been not. It's heard it's awesome. Really, that's okay. not a good example. Hawaii's a good example. Why is it good? Example? It, well, how is Louisville a great example? Yankee right? Stadium. I've never been there, but I would, I could say, yeah, it'd be, be a pretty cool place to go, even though I have never set foot in it. Okay. It doesn't apply for everything. Uh, Hawaii, you. it might apply for Louisville, yes. Kentucky. It does, does not, not apply. apply for, it does not apply for everything. It does not apply for Louisville. Um, where are the cookies? That's I don't question. know. <laughs> Mark, Mark, where did the cookies go? <laughs> When we come back, we have the spillover with a special guest, a Husker coach, I believe, will be here with this. That's up next, an early break in the ticket.